She's like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, mom, like something's wrong. This is really wrong. And my knees were so weak that they just like buckled inward. I was just super unstable. And that was my first immediate symptom. You're listening to the Floxy Hope Podcast. Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services. Hey, it's Jason here from Floxy Hope. I'm really excited about today's guest. She's going to tell you a little bit about her episode with Aflora Quinn alone and what she did to heal. If you're looking for more information about fluoroquinolone toxicity and also some recovery stories to keep you hopeful if you've been affected by fluoroquinolones, please visit floxyhope.com. There you'll find a ton of resources, helpful ebooks, and we also are now offering group therapy. So you want to go to floxyhope.com and check that out. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. It's uh, Jason from Floxy Hope with another podcast episode with someone who had gone through Leviquin toxicity, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. So my name is Cassidy, and I went through Leviquin toxicity in August of 2019. Um, uh, My experience wasn't, I would say, as bad as many people's experience, but I'm super excited to give you guys an insight on what worked for me, what didn't really work for me, and how I'm doing now, almost two years later. Great. I'm so happy that you're taking the time to share your story, Cassidy. And I want to really get more in detail about your story, like how it happened, um, the symptoms, you know, what led you to figuring out this whole thing, because I'm assuming doctors had given up on you. So just elaborate more on your story. Like what happened to you? So the within leading up to the moment I actually took the antibiotic, I had a migraine for about five days. And I didn't know then but I was suffering from a severe kidney infection due to I'm pretty sure it was from the alcohol that I was consuming in the days and weeks prior. Um, And just not keeping up with my health so much. So my immune system was down, I got a kidney infection. And then I wound up in an urgent care in the middle of the night. And the doctor felt on my kidney and he said, oh yeah, you have a kidney infection. We'll give you this antibiotic. And I didn't go into this much detail in my YouTube video that I made, but I'll go into a little more detail now. So when I was given the antibiotic from the doctor, he sat me down and he was like, so I just want to let you know that I have to go through a couple of potential side effects. Um, some people like rupture their Achilles tendons on this, but it's super rare. And I was out of it. Like I, that literally was in one ear and out the other. <laughs> so he says that, and mind you, I was already like in my head, I was like, I'm not taking this antibiotic. I had studied herbalism. I literally went through a migraine for five days because I did not want to take, didn't want to go to the doctor. You know what I mean? Um, I can't remember if I took an NSAID during the days leading up to when I took Lovaquin, but I want to say I did. And later on, I found out that that could have potentially exacerbated my symptoms from when I took Lovaquin. So anywho, I was like, I'm not taking this. He's like, well, I'm not going to leave the room until you take it. Blah, blah, blah. Essentially like trying to be nice guy and convince me that like, this is going to save me. And he's the one helping me out. I don't know. So I took one Levaquin pill in the doctor's office that night. And as me and my mom were paying I look at my mom and I was just like, mom, I don't feel good. Something's really wrong. And she's like, we're paying, we're almost done. We're going to get out of here. And then we get in the car and she's like, she's like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, mom, like something's wrong. This is really wrong. Like I had already started to be like, boom, 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 boom. You know what I mean? Like my stomach was turning. I was already like, what in the world is this thing doing to me? Okay. And then I got home 
And it was late. So I was like, time to go to bed. But I laid down and then I got up out of bed and I go to walk out of my door. And my knees were so weak that they just like buckled inward. And I was just, well, actually at first, what was happening is my knees were weak and like, they were like hitting each other. It was weird. Like my knees were just like, and that doesn't happen when you walk, your knees don't hit your other knee. So I was just super unstable. And that was my first immediate symptom was that. And then I did feel a little bit of pain in my, um, my calves. So yeah, it was crazy. I didn't like, I think the stomach stuff was for the most part, like not really there. It was more like just like muscular and like overall body, like and I went to bed, woke up the next day. And that's when I was like, you know what? I'm going to Google this right now. Cause I still feel like, oh, well actually backtracking. I hallucinated that night. Wow. Yeah. It was like, I was sleeping and like, I saw these things in my room around my head for just like, not very long. And it wasn't, um, it could have been scarier. You know, if you've ever had sleep paralysis, that really sucks. And I would say it was equal to maybe a little more terrifying than that. But, um, we all have levels of like sleep paralysis too. So anywho, that happened that night, woke up the next morning and then I Googled it and I was like, oh my God, mom, look at all of these stories. Look at all of this. Like, this is what's happening to me. And then my mom looked at my phone and she saw the stuff on like the saddest part, the saddest one. And I don't, I don't, I'm pretty sure I cried when I read this. A one, a one girl jumped off a roof. She took, she yeah, took Levacrin and jumped off the fucking roof. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No, it's so crazy that antibiotic can push you to that level where you just, you, you, your psychosis is so bad that you can't control it. You just want it to end. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I did not have psychosis. I had anxiety. Um, I didn't go into any depression. Um, and I think the reason why I didn't go into depression is one, I have a very strong mindset. I'm a very positive person, but two, my pain never got to a point where I was debilitated. So I went to work. I worked with my knees in pain, my ankles in pain. I was having guys give me freaking foot massages. I was pulling strings wherever I could. I was like, help me out. <laughs> like literally. And um, so yeah, after looking all that up, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not taking any more of this. And I threw the rest of the pills in the toilet and flushed them. And that was really satisfying. And then I called the doctor and I, I called the doctor. I don't know if I called the doctor the next day or the day after that, but, um, and this goes out to anybody who is struggling with whether or not they want to call the doctor, call him, call them. Okay. Because it's going to eat you up inside. Most likely a little bit later to think, and I never even called. I never even told the person who gave this to me how much damage it did to me. So go ahead and, and do that for yourself because trust me, you're going to feel just an ounce better by doing that. And I called him, but maybe not do it the way I did because what I did was a little wrong. Um, looking back, but I was pissed. I was really pissed off. Um, I called him and I said, uh, I had to get to him because it was like a walking club. I was like, I need to speak to so-and-so and so-and-so where you're going to have to wait. I'll wait you know, finally got him on the phone. Um, he, he was like, not too concerned when I told him my symptoms that I was having and my instant reaction. He just agreed that it was a hardcore antibiotic. He's like, yep, that's, that is a more hardcore one. I'm like, dude, did you not read Thanks, what Doc. I, like, have you not like, seen thank yeah. So, um, I told him 
I, I looked him, I didn't look him in the eye, I was on the phone, <laughs> but I'm a very visual person, so might as well a bit. I looked at him and I was like, well, I hope you lick a Petri dish, get an infection and take this so you can know how it feels. And he's right. like, well, it sounds like you're doing a lot better though, like referring to my kidney infection. And I was like, I'm not. Like, I didn't get rid of my kidney infection, I'm pretty sure. I just like waited that out for another like, two weeks and it eventually went away on its own. Imagine that. I probably, I like drank yeah. some water. It was fine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> Most doctors aren't humble, right? They, they, they don't really like to take the liability of a side effect or reaction, you know, and they, it's hard for them to understand what you're going through, but literally it's one Google search. One Google search can answer all of their questions. Mm-hmm. that's the most frustrating part about this um i do really empathize with people that feel like they need to turn their doctor uh, around or, or like make them understand some doctors just don't understand they don't care right they're just like this is standard we give it to everybody they're safe they're not mm-hmm. safe so like obviously not safe um, mm-hmm. and it sucks that that happened to you after one pill right Hmm. I see it now um, as a blessing that it, it took one. It took one for me to yeah. be like, something's wrong. And my mindset is to kind of like, like I said, I even told him when he gave it to me that I wouldn't take it. I was this close to not even taking it. So mm-hmm. it's like, I'm glad I guess I only took one. And um we can get into some of my initial self-care things if you would like. Yeah, sure. Sure. I'm, I'm, I'm actually pleased that you're like humbled by only taking one, right? Cause I, I took 27. I have no idea how I'm still alive, but um, the more you take, the worse it gets. So, of course. Of yeah. course. I mean, I, it's just, it sucks that you came into like a walk-in clinic for a routine thing. And he went to like, he admittedly told you it was one of the stronger antibiotics. Like, okay, so why don't you try some of the less harmful antibiotics first, right? But, you know, you, you learned a lot. Achilles tendon rupture as a potential, a potential side effect. He literally said that to my face. But I was so out of it, dude. I was on a day five migraine. Like, I didn't, I was just like, oh, me now. right that can't be me yeah it's a humbling experience so that the next question i have for you really just goes into detail like we understand where you came from what Mm -hmm. did what did your journey look like after that you found out about it you understood the consequences and the reactions where did you go like where did where did you figure out you had to go the only place I could go initially was the internet. So I went to YouTube. I went to Facebook. I gravitated towards the internet for validation for what, what I was going through. And I did find tons of it. Um, and I found the um, flocks for hope, hope for flocks, hope for Floxies group. And Floxy that was hope or, or-, or the one that you were moderating. Yeah. Healing Floxing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to that keep was- it positive as, as positive as I can. Cause the other ones, some of the other ones gets real scary, real dark. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so not me. And, um, for anyone who ends up watching this, stay away from the negative stuff because your mind is a very powerful yeah. thing and you can think your way to a darker and deeper sickness. You can think your way there. Um, yeah. I'm glad that you, 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 you like, admitted that you're a positive person and then that's what kept you going like I feel like if you don't have positivity or you don't channel that mm-hmm. like you said you can get real dark real quick yeah I always played volleyball super active so uh I immediately knew that like that was never something I was going to give up so that was something I was holding on to as like gotta get back to that gotta get back to be able to doing that you know what I mean like I had that goal in mind um so and I know a lot of people wasn't, weren't able to walk. 
So that's something that they were used to doing every day. And they had that goal in mind. I need to walk. I need to walk. Then I can run again, you know? So I'm blessed that I didn't, I I could always walk. I never missed a day of work. I never missed a day of work. And I worked in a restaurant, walk in, you know, I don't know, a mile or two, at least a day. But when I got off work, I had my feet rubbed and my ankles rubbed and I slept with ice packs on my knees for three weeks um, from just like inflammation. It was just like, it was hot to the touch. It was just like radiating. And that inflammation I knew was important because I was healing. But what I did was I would put um, the gel ice packs. They were great because I knew that they were essentially not cold anymore after 30 minutes but it allowed me to get to sleep. So um, any, for anybody going to like knee stuff or like aren't able to sleep due to pain, that's a really good thing you can do, but you don't want to stop your inflammation and your heat. Your body's trying to heal you, but you want to get to sleep too. (laughs) Of course. I know a lot of people get disruptive sleep. It's uh, it's becomes like a problem where you, you just, your mind races and you're on Facebook at two in the morning trying to figure out what the hell just happened to you. Yeah, I um, definitely had moments when I was on Facebook for way too long reading and scrolling, but I, I never was sleep deprived. I never let my mind race to the point where I couldn't fall asleep. I was just, I was good there. And I've always been like um, a Nazi with my sleep and like eight hours every night or, you know, the, Maybe not that day, but if I do that two nights in a row where I don't get my eight hours, I am like, it's no, it's not good. Pretty, yeah, yeah, it's pretty kind of angry. Like, <laughs> not, it's like I'm not angry, but like it's just like in work in in me, I'm just like I'm like a little kid who's like I need sleep. So yes, sleep's super important. That's when you repair stuff. Like that's when your body heals. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like. On your journey, you're on Facebook, you're on the internet, you're looking for answers. Did you find any? I found a lot of information on that Facebook page that brought me to supplement with magnesium right away. Within the first week, mm-hmm. I was already supplementing with magnesium. Um, what else was I doing? I was putting it in my bath. I was taking hot, hot baths with magnesium. I had already been taking uh, turmeric daily because I had like a herniated disc just a year prior that was getting kind of annoying and not getting good. So I was already working on inflammation in that way. So I was continuing my, my turmeric capsules that I was making myself, by the way, for anybody trying to save money, you can buy turmeric, buy, you can buy it raw and buy a capsulator and like vegetarian capsules and just do it yourself. It's $5 a month versus $35 a month. Um, Mm -hmm. So you can save some money there, but buy good quality turmeric because um, like something that's maybe FDA like approved because you don't want heavy metals in your stuff, depending on where, you know, it's coming. Hey everyone, I just wanted to take a moment away from today's show to let you know of some really great helpful things that we're offering on floxyhope.com. If you visit the website, you'll actually go to the menu and click the recommends button. And on that page, you're going to find some really helpful ebooks that could give you tips and strategies and also some supplementation guidance to help you through fluoroquinolone toxicity and get your body back to health quicker. Also, there's some other really great things you may want to add to your life to mitigate some external environmental stuff that could hinder your healing, like fluorinated water. It's super important to mitigate the fluoride from your body because fluoroquinolones are fluorinated. So removing fluoride from your shower and your drinking water is super important. So go on ahead and go to foxyhope.com, click that menu button, click the recommends button, and it'll lead you to a vast amount of great resources that could help you on your healing journey. Amazon's a wild west of supplements filled with like sawdust and heavy metals and mm-hmm. So you, you started on the path of supplementation. That's when you started to see things kind of turn the first couple of weeks for the better. So for me, I never had um, a moment where I was like, okay, I'm going to start this supplement. 
And then uh, two weeks later, I was like, wow, that worked. I never had a moment like that. I, I didn't honestly. So most of my healing came from the fact that my reaction wasn't as severe, right? I could still walk. I could still go to work. I wasn't in excruciating pain. I, you know what I mean? It was manageable. So that is, um, for sure what made my situation good quick you know mm-hmm. what I mean yeah um and oh I actually have blood work from like three weeks after this whole thing happened and um my blood work was fine the only yeah, thing that was the standard was, test come back fine yeah I did a bunch of tests too. It was, um, my thyroid, my thyroid was fine. I did the T3, T4, um, which was surprising after reading what I've read. A lot of people's hormones get like really messed up, but I hadn't right. taken yeah. So maybe that took longer to okay. get affected. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but my vitamin D was low, but with every lab you go to the thresholds for what's low and what's good and what's bad is different. So you have to keep that in mind yeah. too. Um, yes. I didn't go see a specialist. I've never been to a specialist. I called um, Dr. Galili once because I think I was just going through a bad moment and I was just like, oh, maybe I should just go. You know what I mean? Because five years from now, I'll look Mm -hmm. back and be like, I'm glad I did. And I'm still kind of mentally going through that. Um, The the potential of going and seeing him because I've seen um, a lot of what he's done and my, my lingering symptoms include a lot of joint popping in joints. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because the antibiotic screwed up my gut. Therefore, I have this like autoimmune reaction going on with, um, with my gut health. So I've been like I'm vegan I'm plant-based and I have been for three years. So I was, a, I was this way a, a year prior to this whole floxing situation happened. So my, um, my base health was mountains beyond, I think the average person not trying to toot my own mm-hmm. horn, but I haven't had a dead animal in my body in three years. And whether mm-hmm. you are someone who eats meat or doesn't, I don't know, dude, it's, it's maybe bias or it's maybe all the research I've done and the schooling I've been in that has, um, brought me to the conclusion that that's the optimal way to eat. So, um, I think that's another benefit to healing quicker is to cut out animal products, all of them, if you can, and cut out oils and try not to mm-hmm. add extra salt to your food if you can so and refined sugars no I'm, not, I'm sure. not perfect <laughs> you know I go out <laughs> and I'm going to restaurants and I know they're loading up my sauteed veggies with oil you know what I mean but try to cook at home as much as you can prepare all your food home at home so you can determine what extra additives are going into it so focus on whole foods in your diet um unprocessed food and there are there's like a laundry list of things that you know some someone can do so it's just like it's you realistically figuring out okay where am i at where was my health at before this because it's like, when you go down that bandwagon and start reading, you realize how far behind and how much stuff you don't even know about nutrition, period. Everything, no, I, well, I knew that then. I was already thinking that and knowing that, but every single thing you put into your mouth is an opportunity to help your healing or further delay it. And if, I know one, I don't, I understand how, True. People who are ne- coming from a mindset who've never thought like that 
for them to start thinking like that is a lot. It is a lot. Food's for fun. Food's pleasurable. That's what it's here for. It's to give us fuel and to be something to just enjoy, right? It's not. (laughs) It's literally to keep you going Mm -hmm. and that's it. It's not something that should be occupying your mind space. That's it. It's fuel. All day long. Yeah. And like I've seen my own... um, my own self, like think about food all day long. Oh, I can't wait for breakfast. Oh, I can't wait for lunch. Oh, I can't wait for dinner. You know what I mean? And that's great and all, but we're addicted to food. (laughs) That's what's going on. And, um, everybody. Exactly. Yeah. Like you should be able to go two days without eating if you're drinking water. And if you're somebody who's been floxed or going through anything, I would definitely look into maybe give up food for a couple of days and see how your body feels. Stay hydrated. You're not going to die. It's going to be a mind challenge. That's for sure. But that's it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Every single um, culture and religion has some sort of lint or fasting or cultural practice of giving up food for a certain amount of time. And they do that not only because it's good for your body, but it does require some sort of um like spiritual connection to something greater than yourself you know you have to like ask for help in that moment Mm -hmm. i get asked a lot like you know what supplements help Mm -hmm. so supplements but it's, it's more so like you know what what are you missing like what aren't you eating and what like how how are you thinking are you in a negative space like if you can fix those two little things the trajectory mm-hmm. of your healing is, is sped up to so much faster versus like staying in a rut and yeah it's hard for people to understand that but I've always been a positive person and I feel like it, you know this has been a, a learning process so I've been positive about it instead of just dwelling on it I don't know what you know about um fasting or anything like that but I think that it's worth looking into especially because so many people's gut are compromised in the beginning of this that literally not eating Mm -hmm. might be the best thing to do like only drinking water and not eating because what happens is people develop food sensitivities because their gut is so trash so so they start eating all this even good things you can develop food sensitivities to good things so Maybe just like laying off for the food until your gut can kind of reset. And then going from there with like supplements and different things like that. God forbid you have a sensitivity to. Yeah. I mean, I've supplements that you could really use. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I I think like a 24 hour fast is a good day fast. Like every quarter, like every couple of months. Yeah. Maybe even more. Queen's house. Die. <laughs> I know. I know, right? You're really not going to die from, from not eating. I mean, people can go 30, 35 days before they start to really get towards the dying route. <laughs> Human beings are, are built to, to last without food for a few days. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so like, uh, the diet helped, mindset helped. Like, what are the things that didn't help? Like, what are some things where you're like, I don't think this is working for me? Um, spending too much time looking up things maybe in the beginning. Um, but at the same time, I knew for me and my personality, I could handle it. I could handle the reading. I could handle reading mm-hmm. all of it. I was just like, but what I got really good at is putting like some shades on hypothetical shades while I would be on Facebook. And if I saw one negative word in a paragraph, I swiped past it. I would not read it. If I saw exclamation point, if I saw caps, if I saw any hint of anger or negativity in a post, I swiped past it and found something that just like, it looked nicer. And I'd be like, I'll read this one. (laughs) (laughs) i know i um i I feel i feel really bad for the people that are in that space because it's scary right but i've seen so many people heal that i know it's possible um 
and I just wish I could protect people from, from the sorrow and the negativity. But, um, you know, my armor has got a few kinks in it <laughs> for sure from this, but, you know, I'm glad that you had hypothetical shades that you were able to just like breeze through the, the BS and just keep moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. The positive. So mind- where do you see yourself in the future after you've learned where, where, where's, where's Cassidy going? Um, like personal wise or like with my, my healing or both. Yeah. Like, like, like you've obviously grown through this. So So do you feel like it affected your life in a way that has made you a better person? Oh, 100%. Like pain, pain makes you a better person. And that's mental pain and physical pain. And when you realize they're the same exact thing, they're the same thing. That, so I, I was growing through all of it. Yeah. And um, it's so funny because like I've had like um, herniations in my low back through sports and stuff like that. So I bond with people over my, over healing from that and uh, the pain that I went through with that. And I've also been able to bond with people through going through this experience, whether that is somebody who's also gone through it or, um, and I've, I've spent a lot of time warning people, my friends and my family. And when I'm just out and about and, you know, have start to have a deep conversation, even if it's with a stranger and somehow, some way the topic gets brought up, I'm like, by the way, never ever ever take a fluorofluoroquinone <laughs> you know what I mean so um, I, do, I do my part there and it makes me feel good um and I'm constantly doing things every single day that make me feel good and whether it's a little thing or a, a big thing um so so people watching do something every single day that just makes you feel good and if you can't walk take a bath if you if you are bedridden, call your grandma, call that person you've been saying you need to call for so long, because even though you're in a bad headspace, they're going to be glad to get that phone call from you. You're going to make their day. It's going to make your day do something to make you feel good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and for me and the ways it changed me is it was, well, now it's just like, it's like weird. Like I see, I like, I'm so in tune with like my body. And then sometimes I'm just like, if I'm like extra, like symptomatic, like, and my symptoms aren't bad anymore. At this point, I feel like my gut is just messed up. I could be wrong. I could just have not detoxed it yet. But, um, cause I like my hands are a little like arthritic is the best way to describe it. And I'm like, I crack them a lot. I crack my knuckles. And um, in the mornings, when I wake up, I'm like stiff right here. And then I have my shoulder just pops, but I have to pop it myself. I go, it goes, and then it pops. And it's usually this one, not this one. Um, And just things pop, you know what I mean? And depending on what I'm eating and how much I'm exercising or how much sun I've gotten, there's so many things coming at you that are affecting your health is how's the air quality in your house? Do you have mold? Mm -hmm. Do you ever change your filter? Are you breathing in toxic air all the time? Do you work somewhere where you never see daylight ever that those things are problematic and they're going to stunt your healing with this. And you never would have known that had you not been clocks that you were already living in an ultra toxic world, you know? And so for me, like it made me more hyper aware of everything that could be killing me, <laughs> which is scary, but it's also like, seriously, yeah, it's, it's scary, but it's also just like, at the same time, it's just like, you only live once. We all get one life. Let's make the best of it. Let's try to avoid the things that are kill are going to kill us. But we got to have a good mindset about it because we can't tear down every single 5G tower together. And maybe it's not affecting our health, but maybe it is. Exactly. Cry every night over it? No, 
<laughs> I mean, I'm not. You can stop. only control what you can control. Yeah, yeah, and you can control. Um, you can control how much sunlight you you get. You can control how much water you drink. You can control how often you stretch, how often you exercise. You, you can learn a mindset. You can't always feel like you're 100% in control of it, but you can find tools to learn to grow your mindset into something that's more positive. And you can do that by hmm. stop hanging out with toxic people and negative people. Even if they're not negative regarding your issue, if they're just in general, a negative energy and vibration around you, <laughs> just yep let them leave your life <laughs> see ya <laughs> yeah and I, this goes back to like when you're in that space of just like overwhelmed about the whole situation you're feeling like crap call your family member call your grandmother tell her you love her like just mm-hmm. hear her voice because I think we isolate going through stuff like when you when we go through uh, uh, yeah a really hard time we tend to just go in our room and, and isolate and that's like honestly the, the worst thing you can do because you need support you need the positivity you need reinforcement yeah i'm glad that you did some of those things because i feel like that helped you along the way mm-hmm. yes but one thing i will note though is i didn't post it on facebook for my friends and family to see i didn't let them know that i was going through a health issue i only went on those groups and probably because my, my situation wasn't as bad. Like if I wasn't walking and I was in a wheelchair, you better believe I would have been like, go fucking fund me, go fund me, <laughs> you know, cause I wouldn't be able to have a job at that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but that wasn't the case. So I had the ability to, yep. to more discussion yep. going on because I saw that light at the end pretty early on like I already saw that light at the end of the tunnel on you know week two three you know what I mean at that point I felt like okay this probably won't get worse in the sense like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna like not be able to walk right I'm probably not that person I was you know um oh mm-hmm. what I was gonna say though is um when it comes to like sharing one thing i've seen people do with health related issues um physical mental they attach whatever that is to their identity and they become that in a sense of like if that were to ever heal or go away they wouldn't know who they are anymore without being somebody who was floxed seriously so don't attach to it. It's not who you are. It's not a part of you that has to stay. And if you are somebody who's getting money, help, assistance, attention, like you've never seen it before because of this, cool. But understand that that needs to be something that's temporary or you will never heal. If you um, fall in love with the attention you may get yeah. from disease because you depending on your your situation yeah it's hard um, it's um mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's it becomes an idea of honor like i made it through this Mm -hmm. um it becomes part of you and it, and it becomes where it over pieces of yourself because you're, you're just hypercritical now and you don't if frust, it's frust, it's a frustrating experience but um it saddens me when people become an identity from a health issue versus it just becoming um just something you went through yeah yeah totally so um i think for me, once I'm at a certain threshold of a feeling, I, ne- I I probably won't ever really want to talk about it again, um, unless I'm warning someone about it or, you know what I mean? It's just like, for me, um, I'll go months with never saying it or, or like, you know, not, not thinking about it, you know, but I go days without thinking about it. And like what I went through, even on the days where I'm like, 
you know what I mean? All cracky. It's just like, it is what it is. It's, it's not like I've been, I'm a floxy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, uh, it's good to take a break from it for your mental stability. I think, right. It's, it doesn't overtake every aspect of every hour of every day. It's like, it becomes overwhelming because mm -hmm. you're, you're casting, you're not Cassidy, Floxy. So yeah, <laughs> definitely not. Um, if um, if you had three tips or words of advice, like what do you, what do you, what do you, what... what would they be? So, tip number one would be fix your diet, um, and how, whatever that means to you. But in my opinion, that would be more whole foods cut out the refined sugar, cut out oils, and cut out dead, tortured animals. Um, get sunlight every single day if you can. Go outside, go outside, dude, and be with nature. And um, third tip, get rid of toxic people in your life even if you're dating them. <laughs> yeah, seriously, that's, that's good advice. Yeah. So those three tips are probably like the most helpful, right? Cause they're simple, they're easy to use, they're easy to they're implement free. and they're free, yeah. <laughs> which is nice, right? Mm -hmm. So going forward, right? Are you more conscious about the medical system, doctors? How, you like, you, you get it, right? Like you're, you're more cautious. I was already feeling that way. I was literally already riding that train. And then this happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Seriously. So this just made me really, really, really hate it. Um, yeah. yeah. Like there's no way, like you are not putting anything in my body. You aren't testing me for COVID. You aren't giving me a vaccine. You are not giving me an antibiotic. I have an amazing herbalist in my county who is, um, <clears throat> she's been <clears throat> certified by the guild, which is like the, the, uh, like the giant college for herbalism and you know the academy for that so she knows so much about how herbs can be healing and that's where i go anytime i have something going on i go see her and she sells supplements too because she understands that you know magnesium and glucosamine and uh conjoitin and all these different things can be helpful you know collagen um i do take collagen now i don't know if it's helping because I, I'm not in a deep pivot. You know what I mean? I don't have some, some amazing, I don't have like a giant threshold. I need to go to be a hundred percent. So at this point, I don't know what's helping anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't know what supplements are helping and what's just keeping me at 90, 95. You know what I mean? So. Yep. So yeah. yeah. Keep doing what you're doing because it's working, right? Because you did it, you did it on your own. You did it without the help of any doctors and you just figured it out. Yep. I never went back to that doctor. I never saw any specialists. Um, I just got my diet right. And I did all those things that are free. Um, and it mm -hmm. it really helped me out in time. Time is big and understanding that. You got to be patient with your body. Your cells are rejuvenating. Your the bad ones are dying off. You know, apoptosis is happening. And if it makes you feel better, go and learn a little bit about the body. Go and but learn the fun stuff. You don't have to learn all the boring stuff. Learn how um, your digestive system really works. Get some knowledge in your bank with that. So you, you're gonna have people who maybe who are giving you advice and want to help you, but if you don't even understand like the, the, the basics, then it's just not mm -hmm. going to be as easy to absorb. And um, I think it's a huge detriment of our 
educational system that we aren't learning those things in grade school and in high school. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why we don't know yeah. like those, like the intricacies of our body unless we want to take a college course and pay $500 to take it. Right. But yet I know, know, but yet I know calculus. Who <laughs> <laughs> use Right. Yeah. I, uh, I love that. I love that idea. Like they should teach you how to balance a checkbook, how to eat well. Um, I know that's how to a, that's grow a your own food. It's like yeah. these things we need to yeah. learn how to build our own house because you know real estate prices are through the roof. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I apparently so- like literally the the reason another reason why it's so crazy literally to build a house brand new is like two or three times as much as it used to be. Because actual wood is so much, it's crazy. Just lumber prices are crazy right now. It's nuts how um, we've uh, we've overcomplicated society. I feel like <laughs> in every aspect. Yeah, but but don't don't be discouraged on um, on how corrupt everybody else is and the systems are. Don't be corrupt yourself. You have domain over you and you can stay true to that. Um, But what you can do is remove yourself from those systems. Mm -hmm. You can take off your mask and live your life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know it's, um, it's like our society has become rampant with opinions and less with facts, but the best thing like we can do is just help each other and support one another and, yeah. So to have an identity, your own identity. And if that doesn't file and rank and file with the rest of the world, that's okay too. Yeah, totally. And uh, like when it comes to like facts versus um, false things, there is a scientific warfare going on. You know what I mean? With these, like just the fact that these medications are even out and being prescribed. We like people, I believe people are innately good, right? So somewhere along the lines, uh, data was skewed in a way to convince drug, drug producers, the people who work in those companies, the sales representatives who represent those companies, and then the doctors who purchase those drugs to all say, yep, we're good. Thank you. This is going to help so much. Somewhere along the lines, the science said that. The science mm-hmm. determined that this is the best route to go to lower somebody's blood pressure, yeah. to, to do this, to do that. You know what I mean? Well, but they're on TV, like they, they run commercial ads. So you can ask your doctor, we become a society where like, oh, I think I have that symptom. Let me ask my doctor for this pill. <laughs> it's like, what? It's crazy. And like 30 years ago, they had cigarette ads, but cigarette ads were, they banned those, but it's okay to ask your pharmacist or your doctor for a drug that has 10 side effects. <laughs> it's crazy. That is a very good point, Jason. I right? you know, thought about that. And I, cause I know that in Europe, they don't have pharmaceutical drug commercials. They, they're, they've they banned don't. it. There. And you know what else yeah. they've banned? Fluoride in their water. And, and Roundup on their crops. <laughs> oh, I've been seeing stuff on Facebook. Um, uh, lawsuits, class action lawsuits for Roundup. Uh, yeah, it's, it's an antibiotic. Dude. It's, yeah, I it's love crazy. lawyers, dude. I, you can hate them, but you also have to love them. Yeah, they want to make money be. off of you, but they want to put money in your pocket and like stick it to the man. <laughs> yeah. There's like like Erin Brockovich, right? Like she worked for a cool ass lawyer that fixed a lot of stuff for people. Um, yeah, we need, we need people to, to fight the good fight. And you're doing that by telling people not to take these drugs one person at a time. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm definitely, I shared it to my personal Facebook page and I basically just said like, this is more so for the people who've been through the experience, but I'm going to let this also be a warning to anybody else who wants to watch it, you know? So, um, this podcast could essentially reach 30,000 people in the next two weeks, three weeks. It's like crazy. And yeah, we're honestly saving lives. Mm-hmm. Follow my YouTube channel. It's Cassidy Carlson. 
and there's a few of me so you'll have to scroll down and find the blonde girl looking back like this and that's me <laughs> and subscribe nice. because the type of content i will be producing is more so nutritional health and mental health type things it's not going to be um lots of floxy stuff however if i if i get some some requests for me to do update videos or elaborate on any sort of topic i'm happy to do that for any specific requests yeah. you're you're an amazing positive outlet for people that want to get that information and that's what counts right i mean you're, you're you're giving information that could potentially make somebody's life better so there's value in that yeah i want people to feel like they have the tools to succeed yeah. and that's the the knowledge and nutrition and mindset too you know yeah. i don't rely on anybody i rely on my toolkit and then I go out into life and I let it teach me things. Yeah. And that's the best way to look at life, right? Like, is it, is it a teaching moment in every moment in your life? It's, it's up to you to recognize it and, and figure it out. And that's what life's all about is lessons and friendship and love. And yeah, there's a lot of good, there's a lot of good in life. Um, if you can see it, but there can also be a lot of bad stuff too. If you, if you have those glasses on, which I try not to yeah. <laughs> for sure. Mm-hmm. Cassidy, it was great talking to you. It was an amazing story. I'm so happy that you healed. 90 to 95% in my book is a big win. Yeah, yeah. Um, I hope maybe I'll see Dr. Galili get a session or two just to just to help out a little more. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just happy that you got to a point where you healed yourself with your own motivation your own toolkit what you know like that's impressive so mm -hmm. kudos to you that's amazing thank you so much jason loved what you've heard on this week's episode well well the answer is simple it would mean the world to us if you could head over to itunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things Thank you. Thank you.